Good afternoon, morning, or night, everyone. It is so lovely to have you here. Oh my gosh, welcome to Vulnerability Time. I am your host, Trenton Epizon Rucker, and I am so excited for today's topics. We'll be talking about mental health and body insecurity. Um, and our special guest celebrity <laughs> is Colby. He's a criminal justice major at Louisville, what, what university? University of Louisville, yep. University of Louisville, that's in Kentucky, right? Correct, correct. Gotta love it, love it, love it. How, how's the weather over there usually, by the way? It's uh, it's pretty nice. It gets uh, it gets cold in the winters, but gets warm pretty early. Short winters, long summers. Does it snow there? A little bit. We got like two inches over the school year. It wasn't bad at all. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Must be nice. We wish we'd get snow in Texas. We wish, but you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, he's a criminal justice major um, at the University of Louisville, Kentucky. And uh, where are you from originally, uh, Colby? I'm from uh, I'm from Sharon, Massachusetts. It's like a small town, half an hour outside of Boston. Oh, okay, coolio. So like, I'm a fellow criminal justice major too. I think that's so cool. Um, what got you like interested in criminal justice? Um, just growing up, I remember. Like, it was, like, the Boston bombing thing. I remember, like, growing up. I think I was in, like, seventh grade, sixth grade when it happened. Just, like, hearing all about it and, like, seeing all, like, the efforts that were made to, like, find the bombers. And I was just, like, really interested in that. And ever since then, I just, like, researched a lot of, like, FBI cases and whatnot. It's just, I've always been interested since then. Okay. Do you, do you have an idea um, of where, like, what field in the criminal justice field you're going to be interested in, like FBI, CIA? Um, um definitely one of the, the federal agencies. I'm, I, I'm thinking either like Secret Service, DEA, or FBI. Mm -hmm. Cool. Love yeah. that. Ooh. Dude, y'all, I also have to, um, forgot to say he's a fellow Phi Delta brother, Phi Delta Theta. Welcome, brother, as well. Welcome to all the other brothers listening. Yes, yes. Brothers from different mothers. Um, that was corny, but, you know, it was worth a shot. It was worth a giggle. Yeah, so, dude. So, our topics are mental health and body insecurity. And something that's really interesting is how, how dominant um, mental health is involved within the criminal justice system. And we don't, you know... Um, it's not talked about, you know, enough. And um, so going off of that, you know, what are your experiences with mental health? Like what what interests you in this topic of mental health? Mental health? Uh, so growing up, like I was like, I just like struggled with mental health a lot. I don't know. I always felt like I was like lonely and just when like you feel like you're not like enough or you don't feel like you're not like good enough for, for for anybody or like even yourself in general it just like ruins everything else it's like really hard to make anything like feel good it's hard to like be happy when like it's you just can't like love yourself it's like also like just the feeling of not being able to be loved as well or being liked it's really hard to like manage with that I think like as like I as like I do things I'm more like passionate in, I feel like I I love myself a lot more. Mm -hmm. 
and I feel a lot more likable, which is good. So it's definitely improving, but it's just it's just crazy how it can how, how it can just drastically change so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, I definitely can attest to that. Um, definitely struggled with that. Um, I would say I'm in a lot better place, but you know, I'm still. It's like there there are those days, you know, still. And one thing I want to mention to y'all, uh, Kobe mentioned the word passion and that um, seemed to, you know, helped him love himself a little bit more. Um, so like I said in the previous episode, y'all, you know, passion has a lot of purpose. That passion's not in you for no reason. Um, and Kobe, I'm super proud of you for one, one just being vulnerable. And, um, at least within uh, this society, you know, um, though mental health, you know, it's slowly, you know, the stigma slowly being released off of it. Um, it's still difficult, you know, when it's, you know, towards males, because, you know, the, the stereotype of a, a man is not emotional, a man does not feel these things. You know, we are human before we are male or female, you know, before we have some any type of identity you know we are human first and humans have these emotions humans you know have brains have bodies that you know take in trauma that feel these things um would you say you've experienced you know um having to keep your voice quiet because you are a male you know with in regards to mental health i would say so yeah i feel like sometimes when like I'll like try to like open up or something, I'll just be called like sensitive for like a pussy or whatever. And just I don't know, just especially when I'm really trying to be open and really tell someone how I'm feeling. It just like this that just really hurts. Just makes it like so much worse than it already was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's just most like mostly like a, a male thing as well. It's like the the machismo, just like you have to be so strong. You have to like you can't like have I don't know. I just I just don't feel like it's men are as mentally supported as other others. Mm-hmm. Right, right, exactly. And you know, um, and you know, so a huge statistic is, um, I believe it's up now to seventy five percent of um, men taking their lives in America. Um, 75% of those are men. Mm-hmm. Um, and a huge, I can't think of the number exactly right now, but a huge number of that is because of stigma and not being able to talk about, you know, certain things to get the help, to receive the help. Um, that's huge, you know, and, and there is this, and this is just my opinion on it. And Kobe, let me know if you agree or disagree um, or okay. what your thoughts are on this. Um, I've noticed in life, you know, strength is really vulnerability. Um, like I'll always say on this podcast, y'all, is that, you know, when you plant, you are a seed, okay? And when you plant the seed, you know, you're able to receive nutrients, water, and as well from the ground, you know, you can receive things. Um, and that's how a seed grows and the the ground is vulnerable enough for the seed to shoot through okay if there is cement over that seed nothing's getting in 
and it's not gonna you know shoot through and there is strength and vulnerability um because that's how the mind heals the mind has to feel to heal and so what i mean what are your thoughts on that uh kobe that statement i think that absolutely i feel like if like you keep it all in that's just gonna build up like so much more like internal pressure and just create more problems and make the problems you already have just so much worse so i feel like if you really if you can't get the way you can't get like the words out you can't like talk to somebody somebody it just only gets so much worse like it's just so necessary to really share how you're feeling with somebody whether it's like your parents your friend therapists just anybody just getting it out there is just the most important part right exactly no 1000% and y'all just um to do you know if y'all want to look at a little bit of research on how the brain works you know look excuse me I'm burping y'all <laughs> research or look into what the prefrontal cortex is the amygdala the hippocampus the gray matter in the brain the white matter in the brain um these components you know what I mean humans we all have them okay um research the jobs of those things in the brain and this will help you to help y'all to better you know understand or to take some comfort in you know you're not just quote unquote crazy or you're not too sensitive you're literally human and you're letting yourself be human what what your body is trying to do y'all your body is just trying to do the best that it can um, but it doesn't always know how to. And so that's why it's important to receive, you know, some type of treatment and intervention, you know, and that's so stigmatized sometimes, you know what I mean? Um, it's okay to seek help. It's okay to, you know, find a therapist, get medication. And I'm not saying therapy and medication are like, you know, like it's not a one size fits all deal. You know what I mean? Um, treatment and intervention is a very broad statement. Um, so it is proven to be beneficial. Um, so Colby, have you um, seeked treatment and intervention or did you think about it or was it suppressed, you know, to where it's it's kind of scary to seek that out? Are people going to think that you're weak, yeah. you know, this or that, you know, um, would you like to talk a little bit about that? I've thought about like getting, getting with like a therapist, like talking about things, but I, I just like something something like scary like, i know like obviously like it's fine if i go there i'm not like worried about like what people would think about me but it's just like kind of scary making that first step i think in the past i feel like i was way worse so i was like very close to doing it but i'm getting i'm, I'm a lot better now i think i've like seasonal depression to an extent so just like when it gets nicer out i'm like usually happier but uh I also think how everything's going on in my life now as well. I think I'm starting to feel a lot happier. Yeah. I'm definitely not scared to go to like, like, I'm not worried about what people think about me if I go to therapy or whatever. Like I thought about medication too. That like when I was like really, really bad, but uh, I just, I feel like I didn't really have to come to that and I never had to. Right, right. And notice that y'all um, take comfort in that. Kobe said, you know, he thought about it and it was hard to make the first step that is so true so if y'all are thinking about that you know and, and you think it's for you you know 
take comfort in, hey, sometimes you don't have to do it on your own. You know, sometimes, you know, maybe, you know, you can reach out to a friend, you know, to help make that step with you. Um, but also notice, you know, going back to the word that Kobe said, passion, you know, that is a form of treatment and intervention as well. Um, so, and, and Kobe, would you say now in your life that you, you know, you have, um, at least, you know, some healthy relationships to where you can, you know, be yourself a little bit more than before? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think just, I, I like to talk to my mom a lot. My mom's like one of my best friends. So I don't have any major problems. I'll talk to her. And we'll just like, it's just nice talking to her. Also my friends, like my close friends from college and from back home. I can talk to most of them about all my problems and they'll like, they'll listen. Right. It's just like nice to like, sometimes like it happened like a few times over the college school year. Like my few, my friends and I would go on like a late night drives and just like mm. talk about the shit going on in our lives and just, it, it was nice. Just like, I felt like so like relieved after talking about all that shit. I'm like, damn, I, I need to do that more. Yes. Yes. Y'all getting it out is it's, oh yeah, it can have some benefit. Um, and that's the thing. Um, scientifically speaking as well, statistically speaking as well, all the S's, all the Ickles, um, it is also proven that um, how the body and mind can heal as well as if it's in an environment where there are healthy relationships or a healthy environment. Um, humans, we are relational creatures. Okay, even going back to the hunter-gatherer days, you know what I mean? We needed each other, you know what I mean? We thrive, you know, in healthy social environments. Now, I know, you know, whether you're introvert or extrovert or ambivert, I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying like humans in general, we heal through connections. It is possible to heal through connections. And that also is a form of treatment and intervention. Um, Kobe, really quick, um, have you ever, like, growing up, you know, with the mental health or just, you know, not loving yourself, um, have you ever been told, just be happy? Oh, you just got to think about yeah, it. Definitely, for sure. Like, if, if I remember, like, if I would, like, try to talk to, like, someone who maybe is not the right person to talk to about, like, my inner feelings or whatever, that would be like their their response or something. I, I don't know it, it, a, few, a few people i would talk to would say that and then i stopped talking to them about those problems because it's just that just that just makes it so much worse it's just i don't know there's, there's no reason to say it really exactly and you know that's the thing kobe you know it's like that's not how there's a such thing as toxic toxic positivity um <laughs> and what that is, it's just basically, you know, just whether they mean to do this or not, in a way they're, you know, invalidating, you know, your feelings or your experiences, just kind of sweeping it under the rug and thinking that the brain works that way of like, oh, it's just, just you, it's you, you gotta think this, you, you, you gotta do it all. You know, um, that is not how the brain works, you know, um, it's okay 
to feel. And if someone tells you, no, you shouldn't feel that way, well then ask them, well, is it okay to heal? <laughs> and healing yeah. is feeling, you know? So it's just like, do that reverse. But what I was getting at is, um, have you ever heard the statement, is the glass half empty or half full? Yeah, absolutely. I've heard that. It's both, everyone. It is both. It is both half empty and half full. They are both the truth. It is the honest truth, y'all. You know, and that's how we tend to grow. We have to mention, you know, um, what's really going on, what we're really feeling. Mention that all those quote unquote negative feelings. And I say quote unquote because are they negative or are they honest feelings? You know, and then it's like, okay, now let us also mention the positive as well. But there's a time and a place for that. It's a process. Y'all, healing is a process. It can be an upward spiral. You know what I mean? Some days you're just gonna have to feel and just be honest with that reality that you're feeling. You know, and then there's those days where it's like, okay, let's now let's try to mention, you know, um, the hard that's going on, but also mention that, hey, though I feel like it's going to stay this way, it's possible that it's not going to stay this way. You know what I mean? Slowly mm -hmm. mention that quote unquote positive aspects. And I say the quote unquote everyone is because the, it's really hard to say if someone's being negative when they're sharing their experiences, because it's just like, are they being honest or are they being negative you know what i mean and sometimes you know it can seem negative when it's just a bunch of people just pushing this narrative oh you just gotta think positive you just have to think a certain way and it's like in a way it's making an it can make an individual at least from my experiences and make an individual feel stuck in their mindset and just like maybe i am being negative but really you're just being honest and you just need someone to validate where you are at you know, because yep. these, would you agree, Cody, that these problems that, you know, are experienced, though we can carry the, this mental illness and, you know, carry certain things, doesn't mean it didn't start with us. It started to us. And so how do you how do you feel about that statement? It, it didn't start because it's not like you woke up. It's not like you were born one day came out of the womb and was like, oh my God, I want to struggle with mental illness. Love it, love it, love it. You know, <laughs> it's like, it's not necessarily, people, 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 people don't necessarily choose depression. Um, not everyone necessarily chooses their mental health. And I know that can be debatable, um, but people choose to fake smiles, you know, um, because it's hard to, you know, open up. But anyways, um, I mean, how do you feel all of that that I just said? I don't know if any of that makes sense. I feel like I'm going off on a tangent. Forgive me. Um, do, do you have any, like, how does that statement, like, make you feel? Like, yeah. do you have, like, any in, input on that? I, I think that makes a lot of sense for sure. I think you explained it pretty well. Just, obviously, like, you don't, like, want to feel, like, sad or like, like depressed or whatever but like you also like don't want like people just to like tell you what to do sometimes you have to like you have to, in the end you have to figure it out yourself no one can it's not like one size fits all no one can tell you how to end your sadness end your depression or just like be happy again it's they can like talk to you you can like just like they can help you like listen to you vent your problems or whatever I feel like when it comes to a point where they're just like telling you 
like how to be happy again i think just becomes like it's not, it's not really helping at that point just like being negative and almost toxic right, right. Maybe, sometimes indirect obviously i think most of the time they don't realize that it's like not helpful it's, I, I hope most of them it's like light like a uh, good-hearted but it's right. obviously not helping it can turn toxic whether they you know in excuse me i burped whether they um intend to or not you know and that's the thing um in, in, a, in a way it can kind of it can kind of feel uh like like the mental illness is just your fault it's something you're doing because you're not being happy and it's like we're getting it wrong we need someone to just validate this is not your fault let me just say this this is not your fault okay um let's start there and that can kind of like release a lot of the shame because like i said it's if we could turn it off and on like a light switch if it was that easy i'm pretty sure it would be on the off like you know like you would not want to you know um and and for people listening you know i'm i'm, I'm gonna throw myself under the bus because can i be vulnerable with y'all i'm gonna be vulnerable with y'all um i've done that as well i mean because it's like I didn't know that I was harming this person by telling them just be happy. Um, Cause it's not like, you know, it's not like everyone, it's not like we're all, you know, taught, okay, this is how you, when your friend is going through something, this is how you can, uh, this is how you should go about the situation to validate them, you know? Cause it's so easy to just be like, oh, just be happy. And I mean, I feel like on the media, media, I kind of like, at least social media, I kind of see this theme of, Oh, just be happy because you know like social media is a whole lot of highlight reels and yep. you know not saying that that's necessarily a bad thing it's just that when you're going through something and you're seeing all these people living what seems to be living just the grand life it can kind of it kind of sucks and you know that is a huge link to uh depression within this generation um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, do you kind of resonate with that at least to some extent? Yeah, absolutely. I think like seeing like, like I'm like happy where, where I am in life right now. I'm like, I'm only like a sophomore at college and everything, but like I'll see like people like my age who are also like, like making millions of dollars a year. It's also like crazy just like how like, you know, like the people like being trapped like the NBA this year, they're, they're like younger than me. It's just like weird. And they're making like millions and it's like damn i'm just in college right now million are they are any one of them single because you know i i don't i don't <laughs> i don't mind a million i don't mind a, no but i i know i i can i completely hear you my dude um yeah y'all let me just point out within kobe really quick okay this is a thing that i'm seeing hearing um well, y'all are hearing, I'm seeing, I can see Kobe, I'm like face to face. It's through Zoom, we love Zoom University. Yes, love it. I don't, but I love it, but I don't. Um, <laughs> y'all, Kobe is embodiment of didn't give up, even though it may have felt like giving up. Kobe is the embodiment of On the darkest nights, the moon still has the courage to shine. That's what I'm hearing Kobe is, y'all. Um, 
on the darkest of nights, you know, and I also want to point out, you know, like I like to say, a lot of our lives can be like this earth that we live on. You know, there's the sun, there's the rain, and sometimes it's just like too much sun. Ugh. It can it can do some damage, too much rain, it can do some damage, you know, like, um, however, you know, the sun and the rain can make things grow. So, um, y'all don't be too hot on yourself if you're in the rain right now. Um, maybe, just maybe. I'm not gonna invalidate it and say, oh, it's for a reason. Just keep an open mind. Like, hey, or try to keep an open mind. Just try, you know. Um, yes, it is raining. And you, I mean, you be honest with yourself, y'all, and say, it is raining. It sucks. I feel like it's flooding. However, it's also, you know, every now and then just kind of throw in there. The sun, you know, it's behind the clouds. It's things can still grow. And if you feel like you're in the dark, you're still living. You're still breathing, y'all. Y'all are still winning. You're still waking up at the end of the day, you know, getting out of bed. Or even if you're just laying in bed, you're doing the best that you you are doing the best that you can. And I need y'all to see that there's that victory in y'all. Those small victories. Well, they're not really small, but those are huge victories, y'all. And I know it can be like, oh, you have to be at the end of this, you have to be like completely just, oh, happy and all that stuff to win. No, there's these small victories that get to the win. Would you agree, Colby? Absolutely, yeah. I think that the small victories, you need them because it shows that there is, there is light at the end of the tunnel. It's just, and then you keep seeing that more and more and more, but eventually you're, you're there, you're just, you're just happy again right and, and this is a uh this is something that i heard the other day is you can't see darkness without light or was it you can't see light without darkness yeah something like that yes and um i just want to reiterate the moon y'all look up in the sky you see how beautiful the moon is despite the darkest of nights and the moon has its phases. Sometimes it's a crescent. Sometimes it's full. Sometimes I don't know the other like kind of like phases of the moon, but y'all get what I mean. You go research it and then let me know. Um, all I need to know is that there's a moon up there, y'all. I don't want to research all that, but um, you know, yeah. And it's like it has its different phases. Beauty can look different even in the dark. You know what I mean? There's still stars shining bright even in the dark, y'all. You just being alive you are shining in the dark and i don't know if someone's telling y'all that but i just need y'all to, to to know that that is huge because you could have given up but look you're still breathing though it sucks winning doesn't always feel like you're winning okay sometimes winning feels like you're losing um however winning is more of an action and that action could be, you know what? I got out of bed today and I ate one meal. I'm so fucking depressed. I ate one meal. I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm so proud of you for doing that. And I wish I had someone tell me that. Um, Kobe, do you, I mean, I'm sure you can attest to this. You know, there have been moments where maybe it didn't feel like you were winning, you know? Um, how, how does it feel hearing that statement of the moon shining in the darkest of nights 
um, yeah, you know, and feeling like, you know, you weren't winning, even though there was an action of winning that we just didn't recognize. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I guess like some nights when I was like, it's really bad. It felt like nothing was going my way or whatever. It just like, I don't think I have any like specific examples, but I remember like, I would just like be chilling in like my dorm. Mm-hmm. I was like really, just like really, just like bad, like down bad on myself. And like just like, oh, I got like a good grade here and there. Just, oh, the, the weather's getting nicer again. Oh, it's like just, I also tore my ACL in uh, December. So I'm like, as like my ACL started like to get better, it was just like, oh, it's like starting to get better. I'm starting to be able to walk again. I'm like close to being able to get to run again, like play sports again. Just, just seeing like those like small improvements over over time. It just it's really nice. Right, right. You see, do you? I automatically think when I hear someone say they tore their or did, did something with their ACL, I think they're playing sports. Is is it's that? Do you play sports, uh, Colby? Uh, not in college. I don't play sports, but I, I oh. tore it playing. Uh, I tore it playing baseball. Oh, gotcha. You used to play baseball. Yeah, I was the captain. Of, I played. Uh, I played baseball in high school. I was, oh, yeah. shoot! That's okay. That is awesome, man. I've never torn an ACL, but I don't think it feels good. Does it feel good, Colby? Would you like? Not too good. Not too good at all. Too good. Not Just... like a massage. No. Not like a massage. no. <laughs> okay. Well, I think the, the worst part is like the, the recovery. Tearing it itself, it's like, I don't know, I feel like you tweak your knee, so it's like really swollen, like hurts to walk. But then like the, after the surgery, it's just, it's awful. It's like you, it, every time you raise your leg, you just like feel all the blood flowing in it. It just like hurts really bad. I didn't know it was that bad. I had so many friends yeah. tearing something about the ACL. I didn't know it was that bad. So everyone, if you're thinking of uh, what it feels like to tear an ACL or rip an ACL, I don't know what you say, but you know, don't, it doesn't feel good. It does not feel like a massage. It is not fun. Am I right, Colby? Is that what I'm getting? Yeah, I I would not recommend it. Definitely not. Love that, love that. Well, if y'all do, go ahead and stalk Colby and get as much advice of how to get through that. His Instagram will be in the description below. I'm just kidding. Don't do that. But if you do, that would be hilarious. But don't do that. Don't do that. I mean, <laughs> who, who am I? Who am I to tell you what to do? Sorry, Kobe. I can't edit that out. It's vulnerability time. <laughs> I really um, y'all. Well, first off, that was huge for Kobe to share. You know what I mean, especially you know, being a male. Um, I'm not saying it's not hard for women either. No, it's, it, no, it, depending on, you know, it can be individual, you know, um, based off like, you know, individual experience. It's not always macros. A lot of times it's micro. Um, in micro just is like individual macro is like generalized, you know, um, but at least for me, you know what I mean? What I grew up hearing was, oh, men should be this certain way you shouldn't feel you should be man before you're human and that's not how life biology works you're human first before you're anything um and so let's i just want to go ahead and thank kobe for that um that is huge um i am getting a little bit emotional kobe because i just find uh vulnerability inspiring i know y'all can't see it or hear it but I am getting teary-eyed a little bit. I struggle to verbalize my, like I struggle to show my emotion, but it's easy for me to verbalize it. So I, I'm, I'm fighting against my vulnerability in saying, um, 
yeah, I'm getting a little teary-eyed and COVID, that was actually really inspiring. Um, but at first I wasn't gonna say that, y'all, but this is vulnerability time. So we're gonna we're gonna work on this together, y'all. <laughs> Um, and Colby, you know, with all that being said, our last topic, um, was body insecurities, correct? Correct. Yes. Um, if you wanted to share just a little bit about that, um. Well, it's actually, uh, it's actually pretty connected to mental wellness. So uh, I'm just like, I remember growing up like middle school and like freshman and sophomore year. I was like, I was like obese. It was like, I was like really, really fat. Uh, it was like. Oh y'all, I think oh. I think Zoom froze. Oh, there we go. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you 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 left off at um you left off at um you were really obese. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh yeah, and, like I was like really fat. So, like I was like I'd play sports. I'd get like made fun of. Then I I'd, I'd, I'd like struggle to run a mile. I was with, like pretty bad asthma. I think it was because I was overweight. It was just like pretty bad. And then, but then I lost weight. But like, I thought like once I lost all the weight in like junior, senior year, I wouldn't like feel like insecure again. Just like, oh, I was like super fat and now I'm like in, in pretty good shape now. Mm -hmm. But then like just, it's almost like related to mental health and how you were saying how on like Instagram, like social media, it's rough because we like humans that like, can't help but to compare themselves to other people. Like I'll like see like someone like an athlete or like a bodybuilder or something or someone who like works out all the time. It's like damn, like he looked like like look, his body looks way better than mine. It's just, it's just it's just like tough seeing all that, and it's like, like I don't know. It's it's it definitely leads to a lot of like insecurities, just like also confidence. Like if you think you're not confident in yourself, it just confidence is like the key to everything. And if you don't have the confidence, you're it's just hard to do anything. It, yeah, honestly. And y'all, I do want to just, and, um, well, yeah, Kobe, you know, that's the thing. That's what something reminded me. You know, y'all, attractiveness, um, physical attractiveness, that is not a definition. That is only perception based off individual, based off society. Um, for example, um, like way back then, you know, if you were obese, that was attractive, you know, that was uh, socially attractive. It showed a form of wealth as well. Um, if you were thin, you weren't, you know, seen as that attractive and you weren't seen as wealth. Now, a lot of people can't help their body size sometimes. Sometimes people have a very slow metabolism. Sometimes things can be genetic. Um, like for me, I have a very high metabolism. So I was like super scrawny back then, like, um, yeah, and I got made fun of a lot for that. And it's like, wow, I can't choose this. And so I was like, I remember I started eating so much unhealthy food, hoping to gain weight and I never gained weight. Um, yeah. And then it started an eating disorder within me. Like, and so that I'm still struggling with today, even though I'm doing a lot better at it. But y'all, I'm 24 and last year, I, right now I'm 131 pounds. But last year, my eating disorder got so bad, Colby, that I was 99 pounds. Wow. Yeah. That's so, crazy. Yeah. And so everyone listening to this, you're not a bad person. Um, I'm not, you're not a bad person for 
I don't know, talking crap on someone's size. Um, because that, I mean, that is a learned, ex that is a learned thing to do. Um, however, just, you know, just, you know, be cautious of the words because it can have long-term effects, y'all. Yeah, and I'm throwing myself under the bus too. I shoot once upon a time, um, growing up, you know, I would, I, hey, insecurities were projected on me. I projected them on others um, as well. Like I would say, oh, you're too fat. Cause a lot of people would say, oh, you're too skinny. You're too skinny. So, I mean, it was just something to say, say back. You know what I mean? Um, I was taught it was learned experience, you know what I mean? And so this is what I'm saying to everyone, this whole body thingy, us hating our body, you know, let's also give ourselves grace in this fact, this did not start with you, this started to you. Mm -hmm. This started to you. We, there, we nowadays in society, you know, it seems like, like curvy bodies are in, you know what I mean? Um, if you go back to the 50s, that wasn't in. That was not in. You, women had to be, you know, very petite and like skinny, you know. Um, so it, well, it, it, it just shows that, you know, it's a, y'all, it's a, unfortunately, um, it is perception, not definition. So I just want y'all to know just because you look a certain way does not mean you are not beautiful. Um, somebody, some society okay it, it you are the beauty standard and that's the thing y'all it's it changes it's it changes so um i want you all to know you're not you are not ugly <laughs> you are not unattractive at all um i don't know and, and you know i'm not just saying that to be cliche um you know, just bullshitting, you know what I mean? Uh, you know what I mean, Colby? It's just, yep. what really is beauty? Because beauty doesn't have a definition, it's just a perception. So it's just like, who's to actually, what actually is that? There's no definition. Okay. Hmm? I also feel like with men, at least, so okay. like, if, if you go to like, or like, a, I don't know, like a dick sporting goods or something, or like, look at like male models, there's like very, very one size they're all like tall in really good shape but always all like a six pack and like pecs but like if you look at like like i feel like there's not like representation of like all body sizes but if you look at like woman there's like representation of every like body type especially nowadays for like i don't it's just like it's just like, kind of weird it's just it's, it's annoying as well like I, I don't think like by no means like i think i'm fat but like, I don't know, I, I just like never see any like bodies that are like the same as mine, like no body types that are similar to mine. Right. Gotcha. So that like, yeah. that representation, you know, it's not being, yeah, you know, and you know, male body acceptance is not really a thing that's focused on that much in our westernized culture even me notice i jumped completely to women I, I mean also that's just where my passion is i'm all for women's rights all for like women are queens um so i really appreciate colby you know um you know speaking up being vulnerable and holding me accountable you know that men struggle with this too mm -hmm. um and that you know you taught me something literally literally you taught me something because i i didn't even that didn't even cross my mind that you know 
I'm, yeah, you're right. I'm not seeing male bodies, you know, represented. Um, it's only one type of body being represented. Um, yeah. Within it, when it comes to males. Wow. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. I also feel like when I was like growing up as well, like I also had like eating disorder. I was under like, I would like count my calories. I would only have like 500 calories a day for like two years. It was like really bad. And like, I also like, I also feel like the body changes so slowly. It's like hard to notice like changes and differences. So like, I, I wasn't like noticing any differences. So I just like keep making calorie cuts just like more drastically, more drastically. But then like, I looked at like, I was sort of taking like progress pics and everything. Like I, like I was looking back at them like the other day and I was like, why was I thinking I was fat? I was like, I looked fine. It was just, it's all in my head. It just, I feel like it's always just in your head because like no, in, in reality, like no one, no one really cares. And like, like you said, like everyone is beautiful. Like it, no matter, no matter what, like your, your body is beautiful. Someone finds you attractive no matter how you look. And it's just, you, you look fine. You don't need to change yourself. Mm-hmm. Y'all listen to that statement. That is meditate and listen to that statement that Colby just said, y'all. Um, just giving us a moment of silence to think about that, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm learning shit. I'm loving the wisdom, Colby. I'm loving the wisdom. Um, I'm loving <laughs> the wisdom. Because, look, I know, I know, I know so many, so many, especially, you know, so many men you know what I mean? Um, this is not talked about. I don't, this this dialogue, you know, um, I think this is the first time in my life, actually, you know, that, I, that I've even heard this dialogue. Um, wow. Well, thank you, Colby, for sharing that, literally. Of course. Um, literally, wow. Hmm something to look into um so men out there if you're to the men listening to this and the women um you 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 aren't alone okay you were you are not alone um because i know especially like with the male society this is not something that you know it's like something to talk about you know what i mean like it's i don't i don't know if it's even stigmatized i don't even know i just i just it's just not talked about i guess um so yeah, y'all take comfort in um, you're not alone. Hey, ev- we all need a Colby in our lives every now and then. We all need a good Colby in our lives to remind us certain things. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so with that being said, uh, we're about to wrap up. Colby, is there uh, any last minute statements, any shout outs you want to do? Oh, uh, shout out my mom and shout out my friends. <laughs> yeah, yes. I think I got everything out though. I think this was a really good conversation. Really insightful. Learned a lot. Yeah. Na- name a couple friends. Let's put them on blast. Let's put them on blast and say hello to them. Okay. All right. I'm gonna, I'll say, uh, I'll, I'm going to do first names. I'm going to go Sam. Sam. Mason. Hi, Sam. <laughs> Sam, Mason. And I'll go Matt and MJ. Matt, Mason, and MJ. Hello. Yes. <laughs> Hello. 
Um, Colby's awesome. He's an awesome friend. He's an awesome brother to y'all. Um, I can see why y'all really care about him. And so thank y'all for that, for being in Colby's life. Um, that Lord, see, I, I was going to say something and then I forgot, but you know what? That is okay. So, I mean, with that being said, y'all, I will put, um, Colby's, yeah, this is what I was going to say. Colby's information will be down low in the episode description. So, I mean, give him, you know, give him a good message on Instagram. If you know, you, he inspired you, you know, and just cause people don't send it doesn't mean that they're not, you know, inspired. Just, you know, yeah, some yeah. people like <laughs> show gratitude in different ways, but you know, um, yeah, Kobe, thank you. Thank you so thank much you. for you. enlightening us, inspiring us and being vulnerable y'all. And that is Kobe. That there is determination. That there is an example of not giving up. That there is pushing forward. That is vulnerability time. Thank y'all. See y'all next week, next Friday. Awesome. Thank you for having me. So thank yes. you so much. Bye, Colby. Bye. Wait, don't actually hang up though. Don't hang I up. Don't, I don't. I don't. Okay. I don't. <laughs>